You're listening to a podcast from Burley Heads Church of Christ, from Burley Heads on the Gold Coast. It is a lovely scripture, isn't it, in, this, in the book of Psalms. So welcome, welcome again to Burley Church this morning. I feel very honoured and very nervous to be up here with you this morning, but I'm excited I'm excited hearing what God has been doing in and through our church. Um, And so my sermon this morning is a two-part series. So if you missed the start last week with Steve, I really encourage you to to grab a CD. We could do one up for you at the end of the service. Or if you podcast, you can stream it, listen to it in the car. Um, It's great. Because I think... It's important to remember where we have been at the start of this sermon. So Steve talked about the history in the Bible last week. He talked about how God's presence revealed itself throughout, starting with the Garden of Eden when he first created us and we were walking in his presence. Then he talked about um, King David, Abraham and Moses. All people throughout scripture that God was present with and working throughout their lives. And I think it's really important to know that that's our focus this morning, is that God first pursues us, created us, wanted to be in our presence. And he created that way as we just celebrated in the act of communion, with Jesus' body being torn once and for all for us and his presence through his Holy Spirit being with us today as we sang about with that new worship song, which is awesome. Thanks, Samal, for leading us with that. This is a free gift to us. It is not by the works that we had done or anything that we can do. So why am I talking this morning about seeking God's presence? If we know he's always there, well, really, we could just rest in that. And that is true. But throughout the Bible, like in the scripture that Nanette said this morning, it talks about encouraging us as Christians to look to the Lord and his strength and seek his face always. God's manifest, conscious and trusted presence is not always what we feel as constant experience. There are seasons in our life that we can become neglectful of God and give him not even a thought. We can get lost in this world and less focused on God being and being with God and an intimate relationship with him. Now, as I've probably shared up here before, I'm a really visual person. So concepts and that sort of thing, I always need like a picture in my mind that like further plant this concept to me. So on our next slide, we've got a couple. This is Harry and Sally. Harry and Sally have been married seven and a half years. They've got three kids. He works as a pastor. He works a pretty busy lifestyle and she works as well two days a week. Yeah, that's true. Oh, Harry and Sally. So 
Harry and Sally get two nights together a week. So their first night looks a little bit something like this. They sit in front of the TV, they get their favourite takeout, they watch a movie on Netflix, but the first 10 minutes they lose interest, it's a little bit boring, a little bit slow. Sally goes to her phone and works out, oh, Dottie has a new sale, I'm just going to have a quick look and see what I can purchase on that today. And then Harry gets a little bit distracted by his egg game. (laughs) They're still in each other's presence, they're still sitting beside each other. The next scenario, the next night, next slide, they decide to actually cook dinner together, spaghetti. They enjoy it, maybe sipping over a glass of wine. I don't know, maybe not looking that intently at each other, that's a little bit scary, but (laughs) talking to each other about the day, sharing with each other how we've been feeling, what's been going on, how the kids have been, things we're struggling with, and then, of course, ending ending the night with a bit of Jenga. Or, you know Rummy, or Banana Rama, yeah, or Banana Grams, mm. or Phase 10, any of those sort of board games that we like to enjoy. But they're spending time face and face. Now, out of these two scenarios, which one do you think left Harry and Sally feeling more connected with each other? Which one? The second one, yes. It's the same with our relationship with God. We're doing life with God. He is always present with us. But sometimes we need to turn our face towards God. Give him our full attention. Seek his face in our lives. We need to take the time in our daily lives in relationship with him. God loves being by our side, as Steve talked about last week. But we can deepen that relationship with God. God wants to be present with us. And we just need to seek his face. Now, I know this isn't a new concept. If you've been in the church for a while, you would have heard this term. And even this year, I know that John and Steve have both done sermons on seeking the presence of God. I think it's just something that we feel at Burley Church is the utmost importance in our life. Daily, we can go through the grind. Daily, we can do and serve God. But God calls us, and a reminder that we're going to touch on today, seeking God is not about earning his love, but it's about turning and looking to him. All right, so practically... How do we do this? One way we can seek his face and presence in our lives is by daily devoting our heart and soul towards God. It's a daily stance that we take in the presence of God. In 1 Chronicles 22.19, it says, Now devote your heart and soul to seeking your God. Begin the build in the sanctuary of the Lord. So that you may bring the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord and sacred articles belonging to God into the temple that will be built for the name of the Lord. 
David here in this verse in 1 Chronicles is encouraging the people of God to first, before they start work, devoting their heart and their soul. The term heart and soul is defined as your whole energy, your core, the essence of who you are. Everything in our life should be a devotion to God. God just doesn't want to be a part of some areas in our lives that we would give him. We would give him the areas that are a little bit easier. We'd give him church on Sunday. We'd give him maybe a prayer time once or twice a week. God wants to be a part of our lives daily walking with us daily, being the very first thing that we connect with in the morning as we wake up, turning and turning our face towards God. So David here is giving the context in their work to devote their heart and soul in the building of the sanctuary. David knew that it was possible to keep one heart on seeking God even in the midst of the busyness of life, in the serving and the building, devoting oneself to seeking God. Now, I don't know about you, but have you ever met a couple that is newly in love? You know what I mean. They've just started dating. They've just started seeing each other and all they talk about when you meet with them is the other person and all they want to do is be around that person, long to be around them, to know more about them, to seek them, to what are they doing now? I don't know. Maybe I should find out. Maybe I should message them or maybe in your day it was maybe I should write them a letter maybe in the mailbox or in my day it was MSN Messenger. I knew that every time I got an MSN Messenger, I'd connect with that one that I really wanted to be around. It's exciting. They're finding out new things about that person, a devotion of their love. God wants that intimate relationship with you in the middle of our lives, in the busyness of our work. God wants us to seek his face through our devotion in our heart and our soul, which is an everyday focus on him. Now, this can be challenging. The busyness of life. And we're constantly in a struggle with society telling us something totally different. So in Colossians 3, 1 to 10, there's another way that we can also seek the face of God. It says, If then have you been raised with Christ... Seek the things that are above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things of this earth. Do you earnestly seek after the things of God, church? Do we set our minds on things that are above, or are we influenced by the others around us? The world is feeding us a different way of living. 
Are we letting the influences or are we setting our minds on the things above? At the start of this year, leading into 2019 here at Burley Church, we were going through lots of changes. We were praying for the combination of our two services and seeking God on where he wanted to lead this church. I was challenged personally at this time in feeling more and more pressure to work within my profession, to up my days from two days a week to maybe three or four. I was feeling pressure from my boss saying, this could be really helpful for you. And also saying, the extra money would definitely be a blessing at the moment. I also felt a struggle towards wanting to start a play group here at Burley Church. And I felt like I wanted to do more within the church setting and it was that constant juggle in my life. During this sort of time, I felt really distant from God. I knew God was there. I was going through the motions on a Sunday, being the pastor's wife, but feeling really distant in my time with God. I'd read the Bible, but it just felt like it just wasn't hitting me, really God speaking to me. My relationship with God felt desolate. I would come to church feeling compelled with a list of things I had to do, then feeling excited to see what God was doing in our services. I felt dry. I'm sure I'm not the only one that has felt like this at some time in their Christian walk. You may be feeling like this this morning in your relationship with God. Now, it didn't change for me until I was able to take a weekend away. We went to a Christian conference with some friends down in Sydney. And just the fellowship with being with other Christians, the worship, the time set apart in my life to seek God, this time refreshed my soul and revealed some things to me that I was holding on to. Taking the time out of the normal allowed me to really seek God and seek God's presence in my life. I realised at, st- at this conference that I had started the year still trying to control a lot of my life. I was making lists of pros and cons about work, not work. But really, I was challenged, was I actually asking God? Was I actually sitting down with him and saying, God, what do you want to do? in my life? How do you want to use me? It wasn't until I turned towards God with all my questions about job, money and parenting and away from trying to make my own decisions when I truly sought the face of God again. I felt a relief lift from my shoulders. I felt a peace. I felt a renewed sense of energy and understanding God's presence in my life. Sometimes we need to take time out. To take time out of the craziness. To take time out with the distractions of this world. To centre ourselves on God's teaching. 
For some of you that might just be coming to church on a Sunday, we're taking the time out today to seek God and what he wants to say to each one of us this morning. For some of you, you might be feeling like that's just not enough. Look into a Christian conference, a Christian camp, or even as Steve has taken the practice of doing, pitching a tent on some land out west, getting away for the night and the day, just him and his Bible and God. Spend time in the quietness in surrender with God. Or even as we've been talking about in the last couple of, um, in, earlier on in the year, we were talking about the practices of God and focusing on Sabbath and what it means to have a day of rest with God. Is this a practice that God wants to put in your life so that you would seek him further? Jesus showed us in the Bible time and time again through the Gospels that he would often take time to withdraw to lonely places and pray, just as it says in Luke 5.16. Church, are you seeking the face of God this morning? Are you trying to do this life on your own, in your own strength and in your own might? Or church, are you turning your face towards him? Our Heavenly Father has showed us time and time again he wanted to be present with his people. God wants to be present in your life this morning. In understanding when we're feeling desolate and dry, he wants to refresh us. In seeking God's presence, sometimes we need to find time to withdraw to lonely places to set our minds on the things that are above. In seeking God's presence in our lives, it helps us to also be present in others' lives. God doesn't want us to sit stagnant, to feel empty and to feel dry. He wants us to be fruitful. He wants living water to flow from our life. In John 7, 37 to 38, it says, On the last and greatest day of the festival, Jesus said in a loud voice, Let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from them. By this he meant the Spirit, whom those who believed in him were later to receive. Up at the time the Spirit had not been given, since Jesus had not yet been glorified. God wants us to be thirsty for Him. He wants His living water to fill our lives on a daily basis so that we cannot sit stagnant but can flow the ever present water of God. Now, I love this picture, and I don't know if Lauren recognises this picture. So this is not a picture that I have taken, but a memory that I have. My, we used to live in Newcastle, a little bit down south, and we used to go travelling to the Barrington Tops. 
This beautiful picture is the picture that I think of in my head of God's living water flowing from our lives like the beautiful stream up in the Barrington Tops flowing further and further down, making little pools of water as you go. The word for living water in the Hebrew is zawah. It's meaning active. Active, flowing and effective for him. Just this week while I was sitting, um, I was talking to a lady from our church who was sharing a little bit about how hard it is hearing the hardships that some people are going through in their lives and how difficult it is for us to not being able to fix it all, to practically be able to help them with every area of their life. In my profession as a social worker, the individuals that I meet are often faced with overwhelming situations that I feel constantly not being able to fix or even feel like I'm making a dent in helping with. But after talking to this lady, we were able to remind each other of the presence of God in our lives and how honoured we felt to be able to be in these people's lives and overflowing with living water for them. By seeking God's presence in our lives, we will felt refreshed and felt able to overflow into the other people's lives that we come into contact with on a daily basis. Are you thirsty for God's presence in your life this morning, church? Are you turning your face and seeking his presence daily? Or are things getting in the way of our relationship with him? Are you running away from facing God because of shame? For our past hurts or mistakes that we haven't been able to deal with? Are you scared to spend time with God because of something in our own life, our own sin that is holding us back? Are you trying to be on the control seat of your own life? Trying to make decisions about your future without consulting the one who already knows the plans that he has for you. God wants to be present with us no matter what we have done. No matter the shame we might feel. No matter the guilt we might be struggling with. Are we willing to seek God's face no matter if we don't like the response that he might give us? Uh, We may feel disheartened when things don't go our way. We might feel dry or desolate. As Steve touched on last week, God is always there, always wanting to be present with us. Do we need to ask ourselves, are we turning our face towards God in every area of our life?
Are you feeling dry this morning? Feeling like you've just been going through the motions? In your Christian walk with God? You may have felt as you've been sitting here things that pop up in your mind that are making it more and more distance from a presence of life with God. Let me encourage you. Just as God revealed himself in that time I spent with him, God wants to spend time with you. He wants an intimate relationship with you. He wants to draw near to you. All we have to do is turn our face towards him. He wants to pursue you. He wants you to be effective where he has placed you. For living water to flow from you. So that you will be able to serve where he has put you. Here in Burley, in your workplaces, to your neighbours that you meet on a daily basis. God wants rivers of flowing water flowing from your life. As they ask the band to come up and lead us in our last song. Let me ask you, church, this morning. Are you earnestly devoting yourselves to putting God first and seeking his presence in your life this morning? Or is there something that keeps getting in the way of your relationship with him? As we sing this last song, I want this to be a time that you seek God. as he wants to be present with you this morning. As David wrote, while in the dry and parched land in the desert of Judah in Psalm 63, 1-3. You, God, are my God. Earnestly, I seek you. I thirst for you. My whole being longs for you. In a dry and parched land where there is no water, I have seen you in the sanctuary and beheld your power and your glory because your love is better than life. My lips will glorify you. Church, is this your prayer this morning? I don't want you to leave this morning if God has been revealing things to you. I would love to be able to pray for you. As I know the elders here this morning, John and Jono, would love to be able to pray with you. We're not meant to do this Christian walk alone. That's why we're surrounded here at church this morning by fellow Christians. Don't leave this morning if there's something that God has revealed to you that you are holding on to, that you are struggling to hand over to him, that is getting in the way of you being able to turn your face towards God. Whether it be addiction, pain, heartache, it's holding you back from your relationship and presence with God this morning. While we sing this next song, 
feel free just to sit in the space that you are. Feel free to stand, but just feel free to pray and seek God. Let's pray. Thank you, God, that your presence is with us always. That your Holy Spirit is in this place this morning, Lord. Thank you that you don't want to just leave us where we are in times of feeling dry. But Lord, you encourage us time and time again throughout your word to seek your face, Lord. Thank you that you want an intimate and loving relationship with us this morning, God. In your name. Amen. Amen.